Family and friends that have gathered here today to say our goodbyes, to remember and give thanks for the life, the 100-year life of Leola Cranky. Those who are joining us on KNNALP Radio, those who are with us on YouTube, either live now or delayed later. Grace and peace, love and mercy from God our Father, through Jesus Christ, our risen Savior and Lord. Amen. Text for our meditation today. Words that I had the privilege and opportunity to share with Leola and many years ago with Helmuth from Revelation 21. Then I saw a new heaven and a new earth. For the first heaven and the first earth had passed away and the sea was no more. And I saw the holy city, the new Jerusalem, coming down out of heaven from God, prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. And I heard a loud voice from the throne saying, Behold, the dwelling place of God is with man. He will dwell with them and they will be his people and God himself will be with them as their God. He will wipe away every tear from their eyes and death shall be no more. Neither shall there be mourning, nor crying, nor pain anymore for the former things have passed away. And he who was seated on the throne said, behold, I am making all things new. Also, he said, write this down, for these words are trustworthy and true. And he said to me, it is done. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. To the thirsty, I will give from the spring of the water of life without payment. The one who conquers will have this heritage and I will be his God, and he will be my son. Dear brothers and sisters in Christ, a hundred years, can you think about that? A hundred years. Many of us have trouble remembering what happened 10 years ago, 10 weeks ago, 10 minutes ago, a hundred years. Can you imagine all of the things that Leola saw and experienced, witnessed, enjoyed during her lifetime? That's all we can do, isn't it? We can imagine. We can imagine what it must have been like to make the transition from horse and buggy to automobile, to farming with horses and picking corn by hand. The transition to tractors and combines, balers. Can you imagine? Can you imagine making the transition to a telephone? And then a telephone that went like this to a telephone that went like this 
to a telephone that went like this. Can you imagine the first time she didn't have to put wood in a stove to cook or to heat up the water to wash the clothes? Can you imagine all of the amazement that came from seeing how a microwave oven worked for the first time. That's all we can do is imagine. A hundred years of memories, of experiences, of ups and downs, because that's what life is, no matter how long or how short. A hundred years ago, pound of bacon cost 47 cents. A loaf of bread was a dime. Of course, you didn't buy bread. You made your own, right? A pound of cabbage was two cents. Chicken was about 30 cents a pound. But again, you raise your own. You didn't have to go to the store and buy it. Coffee... That was expensive then too, 50 cents a pound. Dozen eggs for a quarter, five pounds of flour for 30 cents. Milk, about 50 cents a gallon, but for most people, you didn't have the luxury of having that milk delivered to you. You went out and you milked your cows. A pound of steak, 30 cents. An evening out, for four at a restaurant, less than a dollar. Can you imagine that? Five pounds of sugar, 30 cents. And the biggest bargain of them all. Watermelon, two cents a pound. That was a hundred years ago. Gas was about a quarter a gallon. You could buy a new Chevy for 500 bucks. Oh, those were the days, right? We have a lot of fun when we reminisce about the past. And Leola was really, really good at reminiscing about the past. Lots of wonderful stories. Love to talk about Days gone by, especially days in Pierce. Love to talk about her family and friends. Always wanted to know what was going on in church. And she couldn't wait to get here. That's all she talked about these last few months. When can I go to church? When can I get back to church? Oh, that more people had that faith and that desire. My friends, when somebody lives a long life, there are some temptations that we need to watch out for. When someone lives a long life, sometimes we have selective memory. And we remember only certain things. It's good to remember the good and the positive. 
and those great memories. But those 100 years were not all peaches and cream. Those 100 years were filled with toil and heartache, pain and sorrow, tears, and especially 12 years ago, heartbreak and mourning. There's another temptation, and this one is an even bigger temptation. When someone has lived a long life, we tend to sit back and say, well, you know, she was 100 years old. She lived a long, full life. Death, death is okay. Death, death is a friend. My friends, that is a lie. That is a lie that the world sells. That is a lie that Satan sells. That is a lie that our own sinful nature tries to teach us. Death is not your friend. Death is the greatest enemy in the history of the world. Death is a consequence of sin. First, our first parents and their sin in the garden passed on generation to generation and still with us today. Genesis chapter 5. We read that long list of people and how long they lived. Even Methuselah, 969 years. And then they died. And then they died. And then they died. My friends, we try to gloss over the reality of death. We try to make excuses. We try as much as we want to put a pretty picture on it. There's nothing pretty about death. Death is a consequence of sin. Death is a constant reminder for us of our own mortality. And especially during these last few months, people are consumed with worry and fear primarily about getting sick and dying. So, here we are in God's house, rejoicing, giving thanks for, and remembering a hundred years of life for Leola, but the reality is what brings us here today is not the 100th birthday party that we were supposed to celebrate several weeks ago, but a funeral. Leola lived 100 years plus, and then she died, and it hurts. My friends, until we can admit that death is the enemy, that death is not a friend. The good news that God brought to Leola and sustained Leola with these hundred years and brings to you today and comforts you today will be of no comfort. Death is the enemy. 
But thanks be to God, he has overcome our greatest enemy. He has overcome sin, death, and the grave. Seems crazy. We have a casket in our sanctuary. And yet today we are in God's house celebrating a victory. A victory of God over Satan. A victory of heaven over hell. A victory of life over death. That's right. The world can laugh all they want. But the victory is real. It is as real as the life, death, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. My friends, when Adam and Eve brought sin and its worst consequence, death, into the world, there were consequences. They were kicked out of the garden. Work would be a toil. Childbearing would be a pain. But God gave them a word, a word of promise, a word of life. When the time was right, God would send his son, born of a woman, born under the law, to redeem those who are under the law, to redeem the whole world. God cannot lie. And he kept his word as he always does. When the time was right, God sent his son born of the Virgin Mary. God took up residence inside of Mary's womb. The creator of the universe took on flesh and blood. Jesus, Jesus lived a perfect life. He didn't have to die because the wages of sin is death. But he freely and willingly took on your sin and mine. He went to Calvary's cross. He bled and he died, and as he hung naked and suspended between heaven and earth, he shouted out the victory cry. It is finished. Tetelestai. It is done. It is finished. It is accomplished. What is the it? Your salvation. My salvation. Leola's salvation. Did you hear those words in our sermon text for today? Behold, the dwelling place of God is with man. God comes and dwells among us. He doesn't socially distance from us because of our sin. He takes on flesh and blood. He dwells among us to bring us life. He will dwell with them and they will be his people. And God himself will be with them as their God. God's promise fulfilled, pictured out here in the vision that God gave the Apostle John to strengthen and encourage Christians who are suffering, Christians who are persecuted, Christians who are filled with fear and panic. Be still and know that I am God. Promises made, promises kept in Jesus. The promises continue. He, God, will wipe away every tear from their eyes. And death shall be no more. Neither shall there be mourning, nor crying, nor pain anymore. For the former things have passed away. Can you imagine a time when there is no grief, no heartache, no worry, no fear, no panic, no pandemic, no death? 
No mourning, no crying. That's God's promise. God cannot lie. God kept that promise 12 years ago for Helmuth, and he kept that promise Sunday morning for Leola. The old order of things has passed away, and the new has come. Jesus says, Behold, I am making all things new. And then he says, Folks, if you haven't been paying attention to this point, pay attention now. Jesus says, write this down, for these words are trustworthy and true. He said to me, it is done. It is finished. It is accomplished. It is complete. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. To the thirsty I will give from the spring of water of life without payment. The one who conquers will have this heritage. I will be his God and he will be my child. My friends, God accomplished salvation in the perfect life, bloody death, and glorious resurrection of Jesus. He freely pours out that salvation in the waters of holy baptism. He covered Leola in that robe of righteousness the day she was baptized. He kept her strong and sure in the faith as she heard the word, as she ate and drank Christ's body and blood, as she longed to be in Christ's house. Promises made, promises complete. There were many tears these last 12 years. Leola missed Helmuth more than I can possibly describe. And so what did she do? She wanted to go to church. Why? Because she knew that God was present here in a very special way. Forgiving her sins, strengthening her faith, encouraging her for the difficult days and especially as she would eat and drink Christ's body and blood hearing those words with angels and archangels and all the company of heaven you understand what that means when we celebrate the Lord's Supper here a foretaste of the heavenly feast to come we are connected to Christ in the most intimate way. And as a side blessing, we are celebrating not only with Christ, but with the angels and the archangels and all the company of heaven. Everyone who has died in the faith. Leola knew that she could not get any closer to Helmuth than the Lord's Supper until the day she died. And that's why... Even at age 99, she fought her way into God's house. And at age 100, kept bugging everybody, when can I get back to church? She wasn't trying to check something off a list or earn her way to heaven. She simply wanted to be comforted and strengthened and encouraged with these very words of God. And what a privilege it was to be able to bring her 
that peace and that comfort. You know, Helmuth and Leola are an amazing couple. I don't think I ever made a visit where I didn't get cookies or bars or pie or a combination of two or more of those. She would apologize if she had to get it out of the freezer and warm it up and it wasn't fresh. It was a natural way of life to visit, to smile, to play. and to rejoice in the common bond that we had in Christ Jesus. To this day, Helmuth and Leola are an example that I use for all of our vicars. See, it was about 15 years ago, a brand new vicar, just starting out his vicarage, paid a visit to Helmuth and Leola. He had 30 minutes marked off on his calendar. He was there for three and a half hours. He didn't want to leave. They didn't want him to leave. They had lunch twice. They played cards. They laughed. They joked. And at the end of that visit, our former vicar, now pastor, up in Minnesota, said, you know, I am going to come and visit you every week. We have over 800 members of this congregation. You can't visit every person every week. And so, Vicar Andrew, pretty much on his day off, kept it up for about six months. And then the reality, reality sank in. Every other week, every third week, whenever he would pass through town after his ordination and first call to Iowa, he would make it a special point to visit. He even made the trip here for Helmut's funeral. My friends, two very, very special people who are now together again. Imagine what Leola is seeing now. We imagine things, what they must have been like over the last hundred years. Imagine what she is seeing now. All these things that we read about in Revelation 21 are a reality for her. No more pain, no more suffering, no more worry, no more tears, no more death. Twelve years ago, I preached on that Old Testament reading from Isaiah 25. Why? Because Helmut liked to eat. On this mountain, there will be a feast of rich food, a banquet of aged wine. He didn't like to eat. He loved to eat. That's why we were such kindred spirits. The heavenly banquet goes on forever. Peace.
joy, celebration. Why? Because Jesus, who was dead, now lives and reigns forever. My friends, that is your peace and your comfort, your hope and your joy today. But not only today. Tomorrow. And all the tomorrows that God grants you on this side of heaven. Today we give thanks for the life of Leola Cranky. Today, with a tear in our eye, we remember and we reminisce. But God promises the gift of the Holy Spirit, who will wipe your tears away and, believe it or not, turn your tears of sorrow into tears of joy. There's only one thing that can do that. Jesus, crucified and risen for Leola, for you, for the life of the world. Thanks be to God. Amen. Now may the peace of God, which far surpasses all understanding, keep our hearts, our minds, our lives, and our mourning. In Christ Jesus, our Lord. Amen.